Is there a way to feng shui your garden? Is there something you're supposed to do? Uh, certain flowers you're supposed to plant? Water feature here, bird feeder there? What the heck, right? How do you feng shui a garden? Well, it's a great question, and I've got exactly what you need. I just want to give people a place to go to get information. I want them to enjoy learning about qi and how it's easy to learn about it and affect change in your own life. So Qi Pro is here for the curious seekers and for the professionals looking to get ahead. It's the bottom line. I want to empower people with information because the one thing that can't be taken from you is your knowledge. So is there a way to bring harmony to your garden and enhance the well-being and happiness of everyone who lives in your home? Yes, there is, and it's way easier than you think. Oh God, I love these conversations. Can't wait to share this with you. So remember, feng shui is not rocket science. Simply put, it is the art and science of how the environment affects you. Well, with that in mind, it's logical that we consider the exterior foliage and whether it enhances your environment or detracts from it. Remember, because you live in your home. There's no point in living in a beautiful home if what surrounds you is ugly and what surrounds you closely is most often your garden, right? So they work together. So the big misconception that feng shui is a red door, a water feature, bamboo, or something like that. No, 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 no. Don't even make me go down that route. Those things can be useful, and I have implemented red front doors on occasion. That's very specific once I've studied the feng shui chart, and I know it's the right thing to do. It's, it's, it's actually activating something very important. Bamboo I love, it's, it's fun, and there's certain places you can put it. But in all honesty, feng shui is natural. It's the natural landforms, it's the natural environment, and you don't actually have to buy anything. Putting beautiful things around you, so buying things at HomeSense or whatever, you know, certain flowers, that's always good. If you beautify your surroundings, you feel happier. So that's never wrong. But feng shui does not require you to break your budget or buy expensive things or do things in a certain way, and it should always work with the environment, okay? If, if something looks out of place, it just doesn't belong, it's wrong, okay? it's wrong. So what I want you to do is think about your garden. It's the first place that chi comes towards you. So chi is life's breath and I want you to think of it like a breeze, okay, a gentle breeze. That gentle breeze comes to your home and it brings things on the breeze, right? For example, if you've got um, a garbage center, a recycling center or something right outside your property, as the breeze comes over, as the wind comes over that, and your kitchen window's open, you're gonna be like, ooh, I can smell that, or a compost, right? Or, or something like that. Now let's balance that with, you've planted sweet peas right by your window. So as the breeze comes in your window, it brings the scent of the sweet peas. You immediately feel very different because of the scent. Your senses have been affected. Now I can't say to you, oh, just plant sweet peas everywhere and everything's just gonna come up roses. It doesn't work like that but it does make an impact, okay? So if your garden is full of stinky garbage, for example, it's not gonna be great. I don't care how nice your countertops are. Every time you open that window, you're gonna smell that stinky garbage, aren't you? Right, now you're getting it. So if we back up a bit and just go with some basics, is feng shui form or function? 
Well, it's both. As a feng shui consultant assessing your home, my first view is to the real landforms around you, which are the mountains, the rivers, the buildings, the roads, as these will cultivate the chi that comes toward you. Now that chi is already set, but the landforms will enhance it or detract from it, okay? They cultivate the chi positively and negatively. And that's what a person like myself does. When we assess your home, we look at what's occurring before the chi even gets to you. Then I look at the area surrounding your actual home as that traveling chi from those mountains and rivers is now making its way to your doorstep and we want a positive journey. So functionality does play a huge role here, but not really in the assessment of the feng shui as that is naturally occurring. Feng shui is natural. Functionality is more about how we use the space once we identify how the feng shui is being affected. So form and function need to work together in harmony. Now, can the garden affect what's inside the home? Yes, absolutely yes. We look inside your home to see how that same chi is entering, circulating and collecting, as that will have a tremendous effect on your well-being. Now, when I say well-being, this is everything. This is um, your money, your health, your career, it's everything, okay? Feng shui will affect you. And when you're affected, it affects your every move and every part of your life. Now, the inside of the home is where many place their attention. And that's great, of course we should. But if you have not evaluated the exterior forms first, you've missed a most important part. Okay, so let's now step back outside and look at your garden, because that's what we're talking about. Well, the first question is, does size really matter? Oh, I do love to have fun with words. Of course it matters. There are so many answers that come to mind on that one. But how about we stick to gardening for now? Whether your garden is large, small, fenced, or container pots on a balcony, you need to focus your attention there first. Your garden is actually so easy to deal with because it is, you know, your garden's not a home office. I don't need you making millions from there. You're not a chef. I don't need your kitchen to be perfect. I mean, I mean, you might be a chef, but your garden is just the easiest part for us to work on together. And you can do this yourself. You don't even need a Sam for this part. I mean, I'd love to come and help you, but honestly, I have faith you can do this. So if you, even if you don't have a professional consultant yet, I haven't been there. There is so much you can do yourself and I'm gonna give you a list, okay? So the top tips to feng shui your garden Ah, easy peasy. Remove all dead shrubs, okay? Especially decaying trees or dead trees. There is nothing positive about a dead plant, right? We, we know this, which suddenly takes me off track here. I often get asked if people are gonna put plants in the, inside their homes, I'm gonna jump in for a second. Can it be a um, dried plants, even if they've been done beautifully? Well, my answer to that question is no. It's a dead plant that's been dried. It's had all of life's essence sucked out of it. How is that beautiful? Okay, okay, now before you get mad at me, if you love dried flowers, okay, okay, go for it, but make them really beautiful. You know, there are different types of dried flowers. If you're gonna do dried flowers, make them the good kind that have been done really well. I personally, would rather see you with silk flowers that are really well done, that look alive, than dried real flowers. 
Can you see what I'm saying here? They're quite different. I do not like dead things around you. So, but if we go back outside, just if you've got a dead tree, and I know it might be costly to take it down, I get it, but it's dangerous for one thing if it's dead, it could fall over in a windstorm. So budget for it and get it gone. But when you have dead trees, especially more so than shrubs, they are one of the most negative impacts on feng shui because they're very tall and linear. So they become like a, uh, a pin, a sword, um, a, a knife, like they're just, a, they're a sh they become a sharp ob object. Get rid. Um, secondly, remove all the garbage, okay? Now, I'm not really saying your garbage can. You need to have a garbage can, okay? So I get that. Keep it clean, wash it down, you know, keep it proportionate to the home. Don't have a massive garbage can if you've only got small garbage and keep it in, in good repair. But what I'm really referring to with garbage is old appliances, lots of recycling because you keep forgetting to take it, old tires, stuff that you've been meaning to take to the dump. Stop meaning to take them to the dump and take them to the bloody dump, okay? Get rid. Now, number three, create meandering pathways with curved flower beds, walkways, and flower pots. This is a no-brainer. So there are times when I design a garden and I might talk about needing grids, needing squares, needing a pergola, needing a water feature, needing all those things. But that's when I've actually evaluated the space and I've specifically targeted your health, your wealth, and your family. In general, doing this by yourself, okay, just create curving movement, C create a curving flow. Straight lines can be very fast moving. And in a, in a garden situation or in feng shui in a garden, I would err on the side of caution and make things soft, okay? That's where the curving comes in. Now, another one, and I've, I've actually forgotten my numbers here, so we're gonna forget numbers, but the next tip, celebrate with colorful flowers. Now, the reason I say this is nature does this naturally, and so should you. So I do get asked, well, what, do I put you know purple flowers there, Sam, or do I put yellow flowers there, or do I put red flowers there? And I, and I know where this question came from, because occasionally when I'm doing annual updates, I'll say to someone, oh, we've got an issue arriving, you know, in your right by your kitchen door where you come in from the garage so this year can you please put a lovely big flower pot there with beautiful red flowers in it or beautiful yellow flowers or I'll be very specific well what I'm doing is I'm addressing the annual feng shui and I'm putting a temporary cure in to help smooth the flow that's specific and I've done that based on my analysis of the space for you not knowing some of your feng shui just be beautiful. Look at nature and follow your mind's eye. What you're drawn to, go with it, okay? Because chances are, if you actually stop the world with its crazy spinning and listen into what you love and what appeals to you, it's probably right. Now, another one you can do is hang bird feeders around the yard. Now, I put this in because a lot of people like bird feeders. Personally, and I've loved them and I've had them, but I don't have them anymore because I really believe in nature doing its own thing and we shouldn't really feed the birds. I mean, maybe in the depth of winter when there's nothing there, but otherwise they should actually be, you know, flying around, finding their own food. So again, what you could do though, to encourage the songbirds is to plant natural plants that attract birds. So that's a fun excursion, okay? If you've got kids, put the kids on researching. You wanna attract hummingbirds, what do you plant? You want to attract songbirds? What do you plant? Okay, go with nature.
I want you to grow plants that encourage natural healing, naturally healing insects, okay? Gotta love those ladybugs. Again, I understand you may need um, insecticide. You may need to spray something. You've got an infestation of something. Fair enough. Or, you know, gloves on, so to speak. Go for it. But otherwise, again, look to nature. Nature knows what it's doing. We're the ones that muck it up. So look to nature and again, plant plants that help the environment. Um, if you're gonna have a water feature, because feng shui is famous for having water features and generally water features will activate, uh, often they'll activate, will activate wealth with a water feature. We can also activate um, creativity and wisdom and future prospects. So they're very important. Now, my recommendation to you, you let me place your water feature. Let me assess the space and tell you where it will be because if placed incorrectly, it can be a problem. But if you're not sure and you really want a water feature, like a little pond or something, just make it as small as you can unless you've had it assessed properly. And above all else, keep any water feature you place in, around in your garden incredibly clean. And I do mean clean. Okay, waters, you know, are, are activators. And if the water gets mucky, well, it's gonna activate mucky stuff, okay? Think about that. Um, so seek professional advice on your water feature placement. It does matter. Um, now, pergolas and, you know, big structures like that, there will be an optimum placement. But if you need to place one and, you ha and we haven't talked about it, just follow your gut and just be logical. Where is it really hot? Where is the sun strong? Where do you need to provide shade? And as long as you make it beautiful, and you can't always make a pergola soft. Quite often they're wooden or metal, right? So they're square, they're solid, the whole thing. And I already said earlier, create meandering pathways and curving shapes. But if you built a big square pergola, because you need to, it's a very hot spot, you need to put shade there, it just has to be done. And then put pots around it and soften the whole thing. Hang some curtains, some outdoor curtains there that move in the wind and soften the whole thing. There are so many little tips and tricks you can do. Now, another thing that people are always surprised when I say about this, because they're like, well, that's, that's not feng shui, Sam. Why, the, why on earth did you say that? What I'm gonna say is encourage good relationships with your neighbors. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. You're probably thinking, well, they're not feng shui, like, what the hell does it matter? I don't like my neighbor, they're always grouchy. Okay, maybe they are. I can tell you for a fact though, everywhere I've lived, I've had ridiculously awesome neighbors. I've never had a bad neighbor yet. Is that due to me? Hmm. Partly, because I go out of my way to get to know people. I also approach each day positively, and I always find the best, because there is always something good with the people around you but your neighbors do affect your chi. So if you are really, if you're really stuck, if you've really got negative neighbors next door and you, you've tried everything, but they're just not talking, um, they're unreasonable, any number of things could happen. It will affect you, okay? Their negativity, their potential really uh, dirty back garden, their garbage pile they've got in the back, it will affect you, I'm not gonna lie. So what you're gonna have to do is you're gonna have to create a buffer it could be a fence and then you plant some beautiful plants. It's, but you need to create a buffer between you and your neighbors if they have a very ugly space because that energy is coming to your home across their garden. So make friends if you can, 
if you can't you know work together with these friends and say hey let's do our gardens together yay team project but if you can't you need to um really focus on where that negative part is and make it as beautiful as you can now another thing to do for good feng shui is get your hands dirty do you know that connecting connecting with the dirt connecting with mother earth at her elementary level <sighs> amazing we, we forget to do this okay we run around we're very busy people aren't we all right we've already got something going on our schedules are already full well guess what we actually need to walk barefoot on the grass we need to put our hands in the soil and I'm aware you might be thinking well I've got to wear gardening gloves Sam I've just had a manicure this is actually why I don't have manicures I cannot maintain them it's just better for me not to do that but I need you to get your hands dirty okay I need you to touch mother earth to know feel her because it grounds you it will absolutely ground you now the other thing you've got to do once you do a number of the things I've said is be in your garden. Spend time there. Unwind there. Take time to smell the roses. Yes, take time to smell the roses. Even if you don't have roses, okay? It's a saying, people. It's a saying, for God's sake. We need to spend time outdoors. That could be a tiny deck that you have. It could be a very big garden. Whatever it is, be outside, be in nature, and just make it as beautiful as you can. It does not need to break the bank. That is not the point here. The point is working within your realm of possibility and beautifying your surroundings because the energy that comes in through those windows, through that garden uh, door, does affect you. So if you positively impact it, before it enters your home, it's more chance to be positive when it's there. Like, put it this way, if I'm walking to someone's house, I'm gonna go assess their home, it's a new client, and I'm walking up the pathway and I have to sidestep the garbage can, and then I have to step over a broken brick in the sidewalk that hasn't been repaired. And then I, as I approach the front door, the front door I notice there's a, a, a pot of plants there, but they're all dead, and I'm like, oh, my whole demeanor, as positive as I am, my whole demeanor has started to be chipped away because I'm thinking, well, they're not caring for their home. And why didn't they water the plant? It's dead now. And, you know, I know, you know, just fix the brick in the sidewalk because someone's going to trip and hurt themselves. Move the garbage somewhere else. These are all simple things, people. But my point is I'm negatively affected by the time I get to your front door. And I'm pretty positive. But I've already, my, my positivity has been chipped away. So chi, as it arrives to your house, your home, your apartment, your house, your building, whatever it is, it is positive. Like it wants to help you. But if it has to go through a bunch of shit to get to you, it's a bit pissed off by the time it enters your home. So positively affect your external environment to positively impact your internal environment. Okay? So do you want your environment to generate you or deplete you? you have the choice you have the choice whatever style of garden you have spread the love around outside and you will see how it enhances the love inside all right my closing thoughts for you simple get close to your garden spend time there 
and feel it out as it will tell you what it needs if you simply allow yourself to hear. Yes, the placements of pergolas and water features are important, so just find me if you need me. But ultimately fill your garden with beauty and let the beauty naturally enhance the chi and you will feel the love in oh so many ways, my friends.